Hello, and welcome to the story of We.me. This is Stacey Mallon, your podcast host, and we're recording live at Pyra today at the California HR Conference. So if you hear a lot of noise in the background, that's because there is a lot of excitement going on around us. But I am here with Guinevere, and she is going to tell us a little bit about her story. She's going to start by introducing herself, and then we're going to dive into our questions. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, hello. My name is Guinevere Crary. And I've been in human resources for over 15 years. I started actually as an actuarial mathematics background. So I was a numbers girl, total nerd, and didn't know what I wanted to do. Found out uh, that I loved HR by becoming a compensation analyst and growing into the role and realizing what is this HR thing and decided to get my master's and got my certificate, became a mentor, I got mentorship and uh, decided, yeah, I wanted to do this. So continued my career, became a manager, director, and now I'm VP of HR for a company called GAN. It's an international firm that deals with the online gambling industry. And uh, yeah, just been enjoying the ride and learning and growing. Great. And I did notice you really started from the bottom up, which I love to see. You started, um, I saw your background, um, kind of how you did that transition from a business analyst over to yes. compensation. And that's kind of your, your was your gateway drug. Yes. Um, I love when people come out of business analyst roles. I've seen that a few times because you are very oriented towards metrics. And I'm a big believer and that's how we demonstrate our value is by measuring the value that and the impact that we're having. So we can talk about that a little bit later because I think it's something that um, when I speak, it's what people want to know the most about. So I think it's Absolutely. great. Uh, your background uh, will be able to tell us a lot about how you're measuring your impact. Yeah. Let's start though by... Uh, as, as you said, you kind of transitioned into this from doing something else and getting your degree in something else. I know myself, I have a degree in chemistry and pharmacokinetics. What do I do for a living? Um, nothing related to that, right? So um, when we get into this practice, people have a lot of misconceptions or false conceptions mm -hmm. or just not aware of uh, the types of things that we deal with in, in doing human resources or people ops or whatever you're calling yes, it for correct. a living. Yeah. Um, so give us an example or a story of something that you just would have never anticipated dealing with um, that you that you've, uh, have a story about. I think for me, the thing that I never anticipated dealing with was on the employee relations side, being sent back to high school. <laughs> you know, dealing with the personalities of he doesn't like me, she doesn't like me, he touched me kind of thing, and really helping kind of break down the differences between people to help them be comfortable working and kind of living in the same space of each other and the culture difference that they're dealing with, really becoming the mediator between them and helping them air out their grievances and come to really understand, okay, I forgive you, you forgive me, let's move on, let's be adults about this and not act like teenagers anymore. This is a business and we need to be professional about it. Yeah, I tell people that I feel like the role in some ways that I didn't expect, I end up being a coach and a coach of coaches a mm -hmm. lot. Yes. Um, how do you coach your leadership to deal with those challenges? Because I think that's part of the job as well, right? How do yeah. we teach our leaders how to deal with those interpersonal conflicts? My biggest way of doing that is empowering them, giving them the tools to understand that it's okay for them to help mediate the situation, giving them that confidence that 
they are in the right position, that they should be doing it, that they don't have to go to what I consider mommy and daddy, which is me and probably the executive team, you know, that they can actually handle that situation and help make sure that it doesn't brew to the point of getting HR more involved. Although HR should be involved or at least kept in the know, um, giving them the tools and empowering them to take that on themselves. Great. Uh, I, you know, the impact that we have on the business is um, more critical. Again, that was sort of an aha moment as I moved into this practice. And uh, the whole reason for us doing this podcast and starting this movement is to talk about the impact that we have on the business. So tell us a little bit about the impact that you've been able to have on the businesses that you've worked with. Um, I know as the head of HR, you also have an impact on your own team, but what does that impact look like for you? I think for me, that was the past year, just uh, really coming into a company where they did not have great experience with HR and helping them shed a light on what HR is and, and really what we can offer from an HR perspective, turning the eye for them in regards to just wow, this is something I didn't understand that HR could be um, capable of, could help support me in, could really drive the company towards. So changing the mindset of management, of employees, of executive team members, and helping them understand the value that we can bring. This past year, that's 100% what I've been doing at the small firm. And uh, when I left, they were just like, wow, mind blown. We don't know how to replace you. I'm like, it's not me. It's just finding the right HR person and trusting them and giving them the capability to take, on, take it on to the next level. How, transitioning to a new role. So how do you start doing that when you're brand new to the role? What are the steps that you really took to, now that you've, lear you know, you've, you've learned through your experiences at this point, how much of an impact you can have, how do you start to establish those relationships with leadership in order for them to see your value as quickly as possible? Great question. My primary focus was spending time with them, being in front of them, understanding what they need Everyone's got an agenda. I don't care who you talk to. Everyone has themselves that they're looking after or their team or whatever project or whatever it is that they are after. Everyone has agenda. So understanding what it is that they're needing, they're looking for, they're complaining about, they might not even realize that they're missing or they're asking but not in so many words and really kind of tailoring my interaction with that individual or that team and showing them what you know HR can do for them. So. An example would be my finance team, prior past, um, just had no faith in the HR department. They ended up taking on way too much. They ended up taking on dealing with the brokers, dealing, dealing with the invoices, dealing with open enrollment, dealing with all those things. And I'm like, no, 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 that's something HR should do. You guys have all the finance stuff. You got plenty on your plate. Let me take this off. Oh, well, we don't know. It's been a mess. It's never been right. No one can get it right. And I'm like, I understand. Let's do it together and let me prove to you that I can do this for you, that HR can do this for you and, you know, start slowly taking it off their plates. And, and that's what I did. It's not something you can do overnight. You have to really build those relationships. Human resource is all about the human, the human interaction and really understanding the different points that, of the different people you're interacting with and helping them know how you can support them and become the right hand man. Great. I, 
I agree. And I also um, love what you're talking about around, you know, teaching teams that I think it's important for senior practitioners to really be teaching people that are coming into the practice the best ways to build those bridges. I think yeah. that's something that nobody really taught me early on. I had to teach myself. Um, and I don't know about you if you had a, how did you learn how to do that? I had a great mentor and some other business leaders that I really relied on. Who taught you the value and kind of how to do that? Uh, I think it was partial instinct, partial mentorship, partially coming to these events and learning from the different speakers that just picking up little pieces of the pie um, and really just kind of gleaming what I thought would be good for me and, and kind of making who I am today out of it. And then going back and testing it, did this work? You know, I mean, if I do this interaction with someone, what is the outcome I'm going to get? And really kind of tweaked my skill to, to go, okay, this works, this doesn't work, or this works with this type of person. You know, you add all those complexities and then on top of it, you could have, you could work with 10 different CFOs and their personalities are all going to be different. And you ha talking to them might be different, although it might be numbers based, right? But understanding how to speak to your audience, knowing your audience and how to manage them. I think uh, when I was young in my career, my department did the DISC uh, evaluation. And you know, there's all different types of personality tests you can take out there, but that really kind of opened my eyes to, oh, here's how I manage things, here's how I communicate things. And what was really great about the one that we did, we did an in-depth one where we actually went into, here's naturally who you are and here's who you are at work. And I was completely surprised at how completely different I am naturally versus at work. And I realized, okay, now I need to understand, okay, this person is a D or this person's a, you know, this type of personality, or I need to make sure when I'm talking to the CEO, it's three bullet points or less. He doesn't care or she doesn't care about, you know, how I got there. Here are the three things they need to know, and we need to move on. So, yeah. My, um, I had a CEO that just used to tell me, he used to yell at everybody, tell me what time it is. And what he meant was, don't tell me how to build the watch, tell me what time it is. But that was his, just tell me what time. He would get so frustrated, right? right. With, they got so much going on. Yeah. They just need another bullet points. In the end, they've put you in a position that they trust. You're going to get, you have all the facts, you have all the details, you have everything already good. They just need to know three things. Quick. Yeah. Quick and simple. Quick get and to simple. The point. Yep. Speaking of quick and simple, <laughs> what a great transition. That happened naturally. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a quick fire segment. Um, this is to get to know you a little bit better and, and where your passion lies. Um, I start with an easy one, which is just in short, leadership is? Complicated. Human resources is? Challenging. Employees for the company are? Ooh, that's a good one. Intriguing. My purpose is? A facilitator. My passion, outside of human resources, which I love very much, is? <laughs> Traveling. And finally, my most important number, and I gave you a little bit of a <laughs> preface to this, um, we talk about what's most important for the business as part of Execute to Win. So I always ask everyone, um, what is your most important number? I'm going to say seven. Okay. Yeah. And what's seven mean for you? I'm a religious person and that's God's number. Okay. Yeah. I love that answer. Thank you. <laughs> 
So thank you so much for joining us. Thank I really appreciate me. you taking time away from the conference to give us your perspective and yeah. opinion. And where can people find you? Are you an Insta? Are you LinkedIn only? I'm a LinkedIn girl. Okay. I, I, I am on Insta, but I don't know 100%. I, I should get into it, but I haven't. So okay. LinkedIn, there's not many of Guinevere's out there. Yes. Crary, C-R-A-R-Y. Uh, yeah, you can find me that way. Great. We'd Link love to follow me. what you're doing. Brand yes, new do. uh, role for you. Yeah. And we'll keep in touch with you and, and keep keep up with you. Thanks again for joining the story of We.me, where your story is our story. Mm-hmm.